Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, so diving into the segment about how Zillow has now become a licensed brokerage um, within Alberta. Um, I think it's important to understand what that may or may not mean. So uh, first I want to talk about really what Zillow has been to this point and, and um, what they're becoming. So historically, Zillow has been a marketing platform uh, where they've always marketed agents as, or uh, properties as a third-party site and they focus on providing uh, consumer value-added content so that they're really uh, focusing on generating that um, the, the uh, online users and, and getting that traffic, which then they turn over and sell the agents um, leads for inquiries, people looking at properties or asking for the, the estimates as, as it will. So um, three years ago, Zillow advanced their program forward and then they started uh, an iBuyer program where they are actually offering to essentially buy homes for cash, um, making it a bit easier, giving the, the consumer the opportunity to skip a step by hitting MLS. And then they would do that for an admin fee of X percent, say seven or eight percent uh, reduced from the, the actual price that they're willing to pay. So um, it was really a pitch of convenience and, and allowing agent or consumers the opportunity to not have to list their home in order to have it sold. Um, the problem was that Zillow now owns those homes and then they, they had to sell them. So um, up until this point, Zillow has always gotten the information from the data feeds as a result of partnering with brokers, brokerages and, and agents. Um, they really did focus on that consumer content and providing the value to get the traffic and then in turn, like I said, sold the leads to the agents. Um, but now they are uh, actually licensing in, in select markets, uh, Alberta being one of them, Canada being one, but they're licensing in, in select markets where they are buying uh, these iBuyer homes. Um, it's my understanding that these places are Arizona, Phoenix, and Tucson to test out these programs. Now, they've said that they're licensing sales staff so that they can sell their own properties and they're going to continue to market the, um, uh, continue to do their marketing platform to allow agents to continue to generate leads through these sites. Um, but the, the people in the US are really quite upset with Zillow because Zillow has always made it very clear and, and uh, really adamant that they were never going to license to compete against agents. So, uh, agents in the U.S. feel like they were lied to. Um, the The fact is that they are actually really uh, afraid of like, Zillow becoming a, a full service brokerage on a much larger scale. Um, so they've uh, they've essentially funded their own competitor to get started. Now in Canada they haven't been able to get all of the data because we're a much different system than what they see in the United States. In the States, the, the um, MLS is very segmented, where in Canada, we're all on one platform under realtor.ca. So uh, there wasn't the same benefit to Zillow entering into the marketplace as what we've had in Canada. So they've actually had to uh, partner with brokerages to get the data 
and brokerages just didn't see the value in that. So um, they went ahead and started licensing. Now, I do want to make a note that they haven't actually in Alberta, they have yet, yet to join a board. So they're going to have to join either, well, one of the Alberta boards, um, probably at least two of them in order to get Edmonton's data as well. Uh, but that hasn't happened yet, but it, we feel like it is inevitable. Uh, that's the, the progress that they're making. So um, I want to talk about what's really, what does it mean for you and, and uh, what does that look like? So we feel like it's just another place where you can put advertising dollars where we've already segmented that so, so far. Uh, we personally don't believe that this is going to be an opportunity to create more exposure for your, your listings because we already have that exposure through a realtor.ca. Yes, it is a good website and, and it's a, a good online experience. Um, but it, we don't feel like it's going to add that additional exposure where that's been one of their sales pitches in the, the US. It is an opportunity to be, uh, to, uh, be getting more online lead inquiries and that sort of thing. So, um, this will, one of the challenges that this is going to bring is it is going to make it a lot more difficult for um, agents that are only for and brokerages alike that are only focused on online lead generation. Um, this is going to be a very direct competitor in that marketplace. Um, now the online market and that transactional style is very one-off, and I do want to make mention that. Um, this is the type of business that is going to go uh, after the unattached consumer. So that consumer that doesn't have a realtor relationship where they can rely on that person for advice. Um, this is a very transactional model because right now, especially in Alberta with everything that's been going on in COVID, it actually leads to um, more people that are just going online to find an agent and then they're moving out of the province. So you get one transaction instead of building a relationship-based business, which could lead to seven or eight uh, down through your career. So it's a, a very big, um, it's gonna have a big impact on those brokerage and, and team and agent models that are all focused on that. Um, and then it, the potential for uh, being a very large competitor for the full service brokerages. Now, what can we do about all of this? And the, one of the things that I, I want to uh, make very clear is that at CIR, we've always felt like real estate is a relationship-based business, and um, we have to be able to provide more value to the consumer than what a website can, because if you can't build more trust than a website, then you're just not going to be in business very long. So uh, we need to establish our marketing campaigns and our expertise as the, um, the go-to in real estate um, so that when they do go to another website or they do go online and they have questions about real estate, they know that they, they can come to you for those answers. It goes back to the millennials becoming the largest generation ever to rely on referrals. Um, quick backdate on this is that prior to the millennials, it was actually the silent generation that relied on referral-based business because they're just, that was the generation before the baby boomers. And they relied on this because they needed to be able to 
find a way to network and and there was just no other way to to do business back then then the baby boomers came along and it was the do-it-yourself generation and they came in and took over and made a ton of money lost a ton of money made a ton of money and then gen x and gen y came along and were kind of this hybrid between what the boomers are and what the millennials have become but what the millennials are is that we're now faced with the highest educated consumer that we've ever dealt with in real estate. Uh, there's more information available than in any other time uh, in real estate's organized history. So the challenge that that becomes, and the, my belief as to why the millennials are relying on referrals is because there's so much information out there is that people need somebody to tell them what's true and what isn't true. They need that educated advisor to be able to, to weed through all of the stuff and all of the noise out there. So it's a real opportunity to focus on being that um, educated advisor. And um, we really do believe that if you're that go-to person, um, your business will always be protected. Why I say that is because if Google or if Zillow or anything else was the answer to every consumer's question as, uh, as to what's going on in the market, then why are people asking on all these chat groups about, do you know somebody who can build a fence? Do you know a good painter? Do you know a good electrician? Do you know a good realtor? Um, it's because people still rely on that connection-based um, model where, where they need that experience. Um, so we really feel like that is going to continue to be the case and, and uh, real estate is highly relationship based. Now, I guess the the short answer to all of that is don't panic. All you need to do is get your annual marketing campaigns that keep you in flow with your clients in um, in order and making sure that you have that in place and also making sure that you're uh, staying up to date and relevant and, and providing that content. Uh, video has become a major means of education through people. So uh, social media, it's amazing that YouTube has actually now uh, more online viewers than all of the table, uh, cable TV networks combined. So people are going to uh, the video for their their education needs and, and getting an understanding of what is going on in the market. So being able to um, get in front of people making sure that you're educated, uh, keeping relevant and providing value will be key. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.